Welcome to another episode of Complete Developer Podcast, the podcast by coders for coders about all aspects of creating your best life as a developer. I'm Will, the accomplished developer, author, and software architect. And I'm Beach, the journeyman developer sharing my journey in development. Complete Developer Podcast is supported by listeners like you. We are now on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Complete Developer Podcast. Words have power, whether you choose to harness it or not. What we say about ourselves, our affirmations, define who we are and how we see ourselves. Negative self-talk brings us down, whereas positive affirmations lift us up. In this episode, we'll talk about the power of our words, specifically how we can take control of them through the use of positive affirmations. But before we get started, Will, what's got you down this week? Well, I cannot get the WPF designer to load in Visual Studio 2022. I don't know why. I decided to go back and like play with some of that stuff. And you know, XAML stuff works great, but I can't see it with like the you know old school designer stuff just to see what it looks like. It's really strange. I'm not sure if like the tooling's broken or what, and I'm not sure how to tell. You know, like that's something that you don't learn as a developer is how to actually troubleshoot your IDE very well. <laughs> like when it's when it stops working, like you know, it, you kind of you don't have a lot you can do about it. Yeah. So that's what I'm dealing with uh, currently. So huh. How about you? Well, I am fighting off some kind of sinus infection or something. I don't know. Been getting headaches in the evenings and sore throats in the morning. So that kind of Makes me think it's sinus congestion that's sort of draining down into my throat in the night. Gross, I know. The funny thing is, going to the gym makes me feel better. Uh, just like, you know, working out, getting my heart rate up. It like opens opens me up, moves stuff around. I don't know, but it definitely makes me uh, makes me feel better. So then I've uh, been spending a lot of time at the gym. Well, not really any more than normal. Just, you know, uh, let's see. Dude, freaking Angular validators. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. So uh, max length is camel case. When you're like setting it up, when you're like validator dot max length. Yeah. In the in the TypeScript, but when you are passing it into the has error method, it has to be all lowercase. Right. Because that's yeah. its key. Yeah, but the other things you pass in are camel case. It's just max length. That's I think min length is the same thing. Max and min. I just ran into it with max. But yeah, so there's that. Yeah, just it's one of those little frustrating things about Angular that took me too long today to remember because I've run into this problem before and you don't, I don't hit it personally very often, but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was an annoying thing. Now, speaking of going to the gym, I have an update on one of my goals. Now, okay. I know it's only been what about a month since uh, since we did our goals, maybe a little bit less. And uh, but I am up to running two miles without taking a break to walk. Very good. Yeah, it's been quite some time since I've been able to do that. So that so was kind are, of... Uh, are you doing that on 
machines or are you like going in psycho mode running up and down the hills here? Uh, I am doing that on a treadmill. Okay. But with hills turned on. Gotcha. Yeah. The treadmill helps me keep pace. So, but uh, yeah, I am, I am, I am training for the hills. Probably not as intense as the hills are around here, but you know, it also, it takes me 24 minutes to run two miles. I'm not fast yet. I'm focused on endurance right now, trying to get myself up to three miles because, you know, 5k is 3.1, 3.2, something around there. I just, just a touch over three. So if I can get myself up to not if, but when I get myself up to three miles, at that point, I will start working on my speed because I want to get, get to where I can run the full time. And then I'll start incrementing the speed once I know I can do that. So, you know, it's, it's one variable at a time, I guess. Saving money is hard, especially when you keep telling yourself that you're not good at saving. Lucas Casadas is a fee-only certified financial planner. He owns and runs Level Up Financial Planning virtually out of Fort Collins, Colorado. And just like us here at Complete Developer Podcast, he focuses on helping you not only establish a real plan, but also to take action on that plan so that you can live and create your best life. Is investing in financial planning services really comes down to whether or not you can improve your finances. And with the help of Level Up, the compounding impact of making better financial decisions will easily pay for itself. Level Up also has a unique pricing model that will help you no matter where you are in your financial journey. Best of all, Lucas is a fiduciary for his clients. And what that means is he's not here to sell you a product or anything, but He's here to guide you to a better financial situation. And you can catch his podcast, Techie Personal Finance Bootcamp, where he talks about financial topics that you probably face. And he also interviews other tech professionals who share how they navigated their own careers. Furthermore, he's got more stuff at levelupfinancialplanning.com if you're more into the reading than the listening. Although, I guess with our audience, maybe that's not the case. <laughs> you never know. That's <laughs> true. That's true. The dictionary defines self-talk as talk or thoughts directed at oneself. Self-talk is the way in which you talk to yourself, your internal dialogue. Though it doesn't exactly have to be internal, it can also be like the things you say, you speak out loud about yourself. It's both the way you talk inside your head and the things you say out loud to other people even about yourself. It may be positive or negative. How you talk about yourself influences how you see yourself. And affirmation is an act of saying or showing that something is true. Another definition is an emotional support or encouragement. Positive affirmations are the process of elevating our own self-image by saying beneficial things to help convince ourselves of the truth behind those things. They are an emotional support for dealing with difficult times by reframing the difficulty into something to be overcome instead of something that just has to be accepted and endured. In this episode, we're going to talk about self-talk. First, uh, we'll talk about how negative self-talk affects us. Then we'll dive into what is a positive affirmation and how you can create and use them to improve your life. There's a lot of research about self-talk, especially in regards to the use and effectiveness of positive affirmations. 
when an article, not like a blog post, but like a journal article, a peer-reviewed journal article, has been particularly useful or emphasizes one of the points that we have, we will reference that in the show notes. We're not going to mention the articles in the recording though. So check out the website, completedeveloperpodcast.com for the show notes if you want to see those articles. And in the aftercast, we'll go through several affirmations that you can use as a starting point. Also, Beige will share the ones that have worked for him because he's a little bit more structured on his personal affirmations. Uh, he's also, yeah, they're they're quite useful, especially going through the things I went through this past year. So very helpful and you know very useful in just my own personal progress and stuff. So, all right, guys. How we talk to ourselves greatly affects our lives. The way we talk about ourselves has an effect on how we think and feel. When we put to words our own self-image, that gains power, especially through repetition. Yeah, I mean, the one voice that you always hear and listen to is your own. And when you talk to yourself, you don't, ever really just say something and forget it. We tend to repeat phrases and tell ourselves the same things over and over again, whether those are good or bad. Yeah, I mean, it's... And the thing is, the more positive things we say about ourselves, the more we're likely to believe them and to act on them. The reverse is true. The more negative things we say about ourselves, the more we're likely to believe them and act or inact on them. If you... Look at somebody that's confident. They're constantly telling themselves positive, good things uh, about themselves and, and looking at life as a set of challenges to overcome versus you know, not. In other words, like looking at it as this is something being inflicted on them. Yeah. I mean, really, a lot of times, like this is something that Will and I have had to learn over the years is to not have that negative self-talk. And we actually call each other out on it in private, yep. not not in public. Yeah. yeah. Not generally in public. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we usually cut that out of the podcast, or at least I did well, back when I was editing. Yeah. Well, and I mean, sometimes there'll be situations too where there's somebody else at the table that needs to hear that that's not a good thing. Yeah. Or that's that's different. That's still technically private. Like, yeah. I'm thinking like on the podcast. Oh, like we don't public, usually don't. Public. Yeah. But... Like this, we both learned this and started applying it. And you'll notice when we go through situations and stuff, you'll hear us talking about, oh, this is really cool because I'm learning this. Or, you know, yeah, it's rough right now, but this is what I'm going to get out of it and things like that. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's better than what we used to do, right? Like, because the thing we used to do, both of us had more of a tendency, I guess. Um, it wasn't all the time, but we would kind of berate ourselves. Like you beat yourself up. You're like, oh, I screwed up on this thing. You know, it's probably, you know, you kind of get that feeling like you can't do anything right. And yeah, it, it it makes you not like yourself, but it also, you know, even though you're blaming yourself for screwing up, it externalizes a lot of times and you end up blaming other people for the things that are not going well for you for varying reasons. Um, it just It just makes you nasty. Yeah. I mean, it, it's true. Like, you know, you're, because I've, I've seen this with people, you know, you, you kind of generally have two, two different types, the type that will see themselves negatively or the type that will see the world negatively when they have this negative self-talk. 
since we're talking about it, negative self-talk is one of the most dangerous things you can do. This is an inner dialogue that holds you back and puts limitations on your own abilities. They're words, phrases, sentences, ideas that negatively affect your thoughts and emotions. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of a form of a dangerous wager, right? Because there's two ways yeah. to look at it. Like if I say, hey, I'm a crappy person. Well, okay, either I am being truthful and I am in fact a crappy person or I'm a liar. Like there's really no way to come out ahead in that. A lot of times these negative self-talks kind of start from somewhat accurate appraisals of a situation, right? Like you shouldn't go around and go, oh, I didn't screw up here. I'm Everything I do is perfect. But at the same point, if you're remembering stuff from eighth grade and going, oh, I should have done this other thing differently. This is, you know, I'm a complete foul up, you know, and you're like in your forties, maybe it's time to let that go. Yeah. I mean, there, there is, there is that. Um, it doesn't have to be so far back as, as eighth grade, but it yeah. could literally just be two or three grade. <laughs> yeah. Could literally just be two or three weeks ago. But it, it also has to do with like the way you think about yourself. And you you start to like all right, the best way to, to explain this is is to tell a story. So when I was 13, speaking of eighth grade, I think is that right? Yeah. Eighth grade? Like, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's that's really it's funny. Nice trauma drama year there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, when I was 13, I really wanted to learn to play guitar. I wanted to play lead guitar. Uh, I was getting into hard rock, heavy metal, as most 13-year-olds do, except for Will, who got into classical. But uh, yeah, anyway, so I wanted to... I got into metal when I could afford it. Yeah. I wanted to get into... Uh, it's free on the radio, bro. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I wanted to get in... I wanted to learn to play guitar. So my parents, for my... I think it was my birthday, bought me a guitar and an amp, and um, lessons. And yeah, I did not pick it up immediately. Around the same time, I was starting to like learn about computers, and I was picking that up like nobody's business. Because I, I kind of have a little bit of a natural talent for it. But I was not picking it up, and I saw like my dad and my granddad, who, you know, my 13-year-old mind didn't go, oh, wait, they were probably terrible when they first started, when they were teenagers. I just saw them being able to play with no no problem. I'm like, oh, well, they've just got the musical talent, and I don't. Right. And it, it became this binary thing of, I don't have that ability, so I can never play guitar, which you guys know is not true because I now play guitar on the worship team at church. So, yeah. And there's like well, three guitars sitting behind me right now. <laughs> You know, I used to think I couldn't handle like crowds of people or talking in front of people well, you know, and, and the thought of talking in front of the number of people we have listening right now. Yeah. I was pretty sure that was well out of range. Now I know better, obviously. But yeah, that, that continued negative self-talk really, um, it leads to a weird form of perfectionism where if you can't do something right, as soon as you try it, you just figure that it's impossible for you and then you go on. So like you uh, yeah. catastrophize, I guess, is probably the best way to put it. Yeah. Also, like it's been shown in studies that negative self-talk exacerbates or even leads to depression or depressive episodes. Yeah. Why wouldn't it? Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what an actual positive 
affirmation is now that we know that the negative ones are uh, not great. <laughs> a, a positive affirmation is any statement or simple sentence that you can use to combat negative thoughts and ruminations. Uh, they can be used for motivation, self-esteem, or to get through challenging situations in life. Yeah, there's a lot of uses for positive affirmations. And we're going to talk in just a little bit about the benefits that's all research-based. The things that you say about yourself, publicly and privately, so like out loud and in your head, those are what define your identity. And we've kind of talked about that a little bit already. And with positive affirmations, you're able to control what you think of yourself. So you create a flexible self-identity that is able to adapt to changing circumstances in life. Yeah, and it's important to note here that affirmations are not something that you say in order to praise yourself, but because you want to deserve to be called the thing that you're affirming. Mm-hmm. Rear-wheel drive. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Kind of. For, yeah, uh, that's, that, that's a good point. So I know we're gonna, I'm going to talk about the affirmations that I have, have and currently use, but one that I'll, I'll reference right now is while I, like, since I started learning guitar, well, actually, since I started using affirmations regularly, one that I have had is I am a musician. I practice my guitar every day. Now, mind you, when I started writing that, I was not on the worship team. I was not practicing my guitar every day. I wanted to, and I planned to, but I, I didn't. And so I started writing that to convince myself, to get it in my head, hey, like think about, I need to make this true. I need to make this true. So I don't like writing things about myself that aren't true. Right. And so I started writing that, and then I started doing it. And now I practice my guitar every day. You know, sometimes it's like 10 or 15 minutes. Sometimes it's like an hour or two, various day to day. But I get on there every single day and practice my guitar. Yeah. And that's how you learn to do something like that. And, you know, I would say that affirmations are very similar in the, that respect that they are a form of practice. Mm-hmm. The idea here is to refocus your thinking. So if you regularly use positive affirmations, it allows you to take control of your thoughts and combat the negative ones that kind of intrude in your mind. Basically, the idea here is to put your focus on what you're doing to improve yourself and on the journey towards your own self-improvement, not on the way that you feel negative in the present moment. It makes it the habit. Yeah. Essentially. No, I mean, I had a conversation about forgiveness earlier today. Which I was like, hey, I should. I'm like, have this conversation. I'm like, I should write this down and make an episode about it. And I looked it up and we have one in the backlog for forgiveness. But uh, anyway, like a lot of that conversation was about like refocusing and, you know, the way, the, an easy way that you can refocus on the things you want to focus on is through positive affirmations. Like that's what they're there for. They're, the idea is getting yourself to say the things about yourself that you want to be true. Now, there are quite a few benefits of positive affirmations that are found based on research. And you know, again, these articles will be linked in the show notes so that we don't try to do the bibliography on air because it's kind of weird. The first one is, is that regular use of positive affirmations is known to reduce stress. Yeah. 
So this kind of goes to combating a negative. If you're constantly going around, like I, I've personally been dealing with this just this past couple of weeks of, I really want to go around saying, man, I'm so burnt out. I'm so burnt out. And every time I start to, I stop myself from saying that. And I say, I am going to take some time and get a, and relax once I complete my tasks. Right. Because if you're focusing on the burnout, then that's what you're going to be when it comes time to actually relax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that's, I, when I, I recognize, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm there. I need to relax. Like, but instead of focusing on the negative side of it, the I'm burnt out, I focused on the, all right, what, what is it that's going to get me out of this? So that positive side of it is, you know, turning the, instead of telling myself the negative self-talk, man, I'm really burnt out. I'm stressed out. I'm burnt right. out. Stuff like that. Instead of saying that, what cures burnout? You know, taking some time away and relaxing. So I start talking about taking some time off and relaxing. And so that, and that switches it. And I don't feel as burnout. I still feel like I need a break, but I don't feel like I can't make it to that break. If that makes sense. Right. Yeah. In addition to stress reduction, positive affirmations also reduce ruminations on negative thoughts. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're positive and you're practicing being positive, that's going to be your go-to for feeling better versus, you know, you, you focus on the negative, right? Cause everybody's got a reaction to a problem that occurs in their environment. It's going to be one or the other. So if you're focusing on trying to make it be positive, you are less likely to take in the negative because it's just not your default once you practice enough. Yeah. And by using positive affirmations, like in my, in my story before with the, the burnout, you start to learn how to take those negatives and turn them around. That doesn't, it doesn't mean you're any less stressed or any less burnout, but now you're focusing on instead on the problem on the solution. Right. And, you know, this kind of goes into the next thing is that it, when you effectively use positive affirmations, it makes you a lot more teachable uh, and a lot more correctable. So, like if something's wrong and somebody notices, hey, they're doing this thing wrong, like they can actually talk to you about it and you're looking at it not as criticism, but as an opportunity to improve. They just gave you a gift versus they're cutting you down. It completely changes that dynamic as well. Uh, there's also a link between improved study and academic achievement and positive affirmations. The the study that uh, is referenced in the show notes talks about students with the uh, falling GPAs due to stress or not feeling like they belong at college. And the use of positive affirmations actually brought their grades up and improved their study habits. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that interests me about stuff like this is, you know, like how is there any kind of way in such a study to separate, you know, was it the the fewer negative affirmations that they had coming in or was it the more positive? Like, I mean, I, I realize you can't really separate that because there's a, those are two linked phenomena, but it would be interesting to see which is the more powerful one. If you just got rid of the negative or if it's, hey, I'm positive, you know, but I still have negative stimuli that come in and I stomp them down. If that makes sense. That would be an interesting study. I, I don't I don't know how you do yeah, it. Yeah, I don't I don't think I read anything about that uh in preparing for yeah. this. So 
Affirmations also allow you to become competent in areas where you place personal value. So if you're, you know, if you're doing things like learning guitar, it's like, hey, I'm I'm a musician. I'm, you know, I'm a practicing guitar player. You know, you're you're saying this, and it it helps you become more competent because you're going to want to be what you're going to be what you want to seem. Yeah, essentially. Well, it's like you know, I keep talking about being on the worship team. I haven't played on stage yet, but I am I am on the team and I like they they claim me like when when asked who's on the team, my name gets listed even though I haven't played on stage yet. Yeah. Because it's it's a thing. Like I say I'm on the team because even though I haven't been on stage yet, it's one of those things like I keep saying it and it kind of ingrains it in me. Hey, I really am part of this. People using positive affirmations have been shown to increase their amount of physical exercise when that was the focus of their affirmations and goals. I have one that I will share in the aftercast that is about exercise. And I mean, Will and I were just talking before the aftercast, or before the aftercast, before the episode. Yeah, you know, I talked about being moving up to running uh, two miles, but. I've also lost a little over 50 pounds since May. And I started using these affirmations, really really putting effort and focus into it. Well, yeah, I mean, positive affirmations like this really are very useful for addressing negative health issues. So things like weight or whatever, just to make you more intentional about creating change for the better. Uh, And this can even work for things like your diet, you know, eat more fruit and vegetables. So now that we've kind of explained what affirmations are and the benefits of them, we're going to look at how to create your own positive affirmations. So you want to start off by looking at the areas of your life that you need or want to change. This may be something that you want to start or stop doing. It may be a situation where you do not have a lot of control, but you can control how you respond. One area that uh, a friend of mine uh, and I were talking about this, oh, two or three weeks ago, before I even knew I was going to be writing this episode, uh, he was saying he had quit smoking and had actually, you know, started to pick it back up. And he was just like saying over himself, like, even as he's smoking, I am not a smoker. I am not going to continue smoking. And he, stopped rather than going oh well i tried and i couldn't he just was like no i i have quit i'm not going to continue doing this and he kept saying that until he was free of it yeah well i mean you'll you'll notice the same thing with like people that were formerly unhealthy and now they're kind of gym rats they'll talk about themselves as being gym rats like you structure these so that you become Mm -hmm. yeah that it becomes part of your identity yeah and that's that's the thing it's a lot of of I am statements or my statements, at least starting off, it, it can, the easiest way to start out with writing affirmations is to look at where, where you have current negative self-talk. Look at, at the things you're saying about yourself and you want to replace them with positive changes that you're making. Yeah. And this doesn't mean except the negative 
but find it a way, find a way to turn it into a positive. Like people will say that, you know, like, like you do in an interview, right? That's not really what we're getting at here. It's, it's more like, instead of saying, you know, something like I'm too out of shape, you'll say, okay, well, I'm becoming healthier. And, you know, usually you tie that to something that you're actually doing. So you might say I'm becoming healthier because I exercise, you know, three times a week and I, you know, make better eating choices. I guess when creating your affirmations, make them like your goals. They need to be realistic and achievable. However, they are not goals, so they don't need to be fully smart. But you want to make sure that what you're affirming is actually doable. You know, right? Like, and that you're headed that way. And well, you don't actually even have to be headed that way when you start, because this right. this could be just initiating something. But it has to be like doable. Saying, "I'm a bird and I can jump off the roof and fly away," is not realistic or achievable. I mean, you right. can jump off the roof, but you're not going to fly away. Maybe. Right. Well, <laughs> by and by, yeah, you yeah. will. <laughs> I realized right. that. Uh, I said that, but yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, like they need to be stuff that you you can do. One of the the articles I read referenced saying you're going to double your salary. And that might be possible if, you know, you're going from being a janitor to being a software developer, like completely changing careers. But saying I'm going to double my salary by getting promoted. Probably not. Probably. I mean, but if you say, you know, there's places you can and situations you can. But if you said, hey, I'm going to double my salary by going into consulting and picking up high dollar clients for that like there's ways to structure it where it can um, but you definitely do want it to be uh, very realistic in, in terms of what's actually feasible saying I'm going to buy the house I'm living in that's a good positive affirmation you know saying saying you're going to buy the house I'm living in no you're not because I'm not selling <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah saying I'm going to buy the the mansion down the street um Probably not a good affirmation for me personally. Uh, I don't really want it, but you know. There's a mansion down the street from you? Down 231. Okay. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I don't feel like that's <laughs> accurate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it depends on which street. <laughs> I mean, there, I wouldn't really call it a mansion. There's some pretty big houses down Midland too, but you know. Anyway, <laughs> got a little off topic there. So unlike goals, which are typically written in the future tense, like I'm going to do this or I'm working towards this, affirmations need to be written in the present tense because what you're doing is you're defining who you are by by saying these. So even if you're not yet doing it, you're not yet there, like my friend with the smoking or me when I first started with guitar, you still, the power of words holds in the present. So putting them in the future, they may never happen because, you know, there's always there's always the idea of tomorrow. So, oh, yeah, one day I'm going to be a musician, but I'm not now, so I don't need to practice. Right. You know, saying I am a musician and I practice regularly. I practice daily. Um, it started off regularly and then I was like, no, I'm going to make myself practice daily. So I started saying daily. But yeah, there's a little... 
preview of the aftercast for you guys. I was actually going to talk about that in the aftercast. But uh, yeah, like if I had said I'm going to be a musician, I'd probably still be saying I'm going to be a musician. I wouldn't be saying, hey, I'm on the worship team, you know? So you you want these, like, there's a big thing about making these in the present tense. So finally, let's talk a little bit about effectively using positive affirmations. Because like, I, I remember there was like a Rodney Dangerfield movie where he's like talking in the mirror and giving these like really goofy positive affirmations. Everybody likes me, you know? <laughs> and that's not what we're going for here, right? Like that's a movie characterization of a psychological principle that is still useful, even if it's not funny the way we're going to do it. Actually, doing it kind of funny is a really good way to start out. Because yeah, well, I mean, jokingly, but this was yeah, not yeah, what we're talking about. I guess the thing is, guys, repetition is the key to effective affirmations. We said that earlier. Um, we're repeating it for a reason. This is where the real power is in your affirmations. You're retraining your brain to think differently, and just like learning anything new, it takes time. And it takes doing it over and over and over again. I mean, you're not going to look at Python and write a few programs in it, uh, make, you know, write a few loops and, you know, outputs and stuff, and then go get a job as a Python developer. I mean, you got to. Although there were times that was true <laughs> a long time ago, but yeah, it's not. You know, that's a temporary blip on the map. Like most most things, it really takes consistent hard work over time to get anywhere. The other thing that's really important here is to actually speak the affirmations out loud uh, when you can, because you actually hear it and you internalize it more. Uh, it's the same thing when you write them, uh, which also helps. Uh, it helps you kind of see and feel them as you write them down. It's you know, you're getting some muscle feedback and those kind of things. And if you do both. Uh, it will ingrain them in your brain faster than either thing alone, uh, you know, no matter how you actually learn things. Well, guys, like wine and cheese, goals and affirmations pair well together. Once you set your goals, your future tense, the affirmations you speak, your present tense and write about yourself can help you stay motivated to work toward them. So guys, we are constantly talking to ourselves and speaking over the things that we do. You can be speaking positive things into your life or negative ones. If you don't take control of what you speak into your life, you don't know what is being said about you by you. Positive affirmations allow you to take charge of what you're saying about yourself and reprogram yourself to think better and be able to handle negative situations. Now, like we said a few times in the aftercast, we're going to go through several affirmations that you can use sort of as a starting point to get you started using before you start writing your own. Also, I will be sharing the ones that have worked for me uh, over the past year. That pretty much wraps us up. Before we close everything out, Will, what do you have for us this week for Tricks of the Trade? Well, I do want to add one thing that trips people up, not so much with you know actual intentional affirmations, but with self-talk. And that is, you can have positive self-talk, but at some point you have to act on that. Um, your positive self-talk should not be, hey, I'm a moral person, right? It should be, I'm a moral person because I 
you know, I do things for other people or I take care of my community, something along those lines, right? Like there's, there's an action component to it and it doesn't have to be there initially. It's just like at some point you can't just do the affirmation and just let it sit. And the reason I bring this up is we kind of have an epidemic of people who have a positive impression of themselves without any work being done to inform that or actually make it true. And some of the worst arguments that you will get into on the internet are with those people, right? Because they know that that affirmation, that thing that they're telling themselves is actually not true. And the first thing they're going to do is try to tear somebody else down because they, they're not living up to the, to who they are supposed to be. And so I, I would just caution you when you do the affirmations, have a goal and actually put an action with it so that you don't become that dude. And also so that you succeed, right? Like, because you don't want to live a life that's a lie that you verbalize every morning. That's, that's not a good way to live. And that's pretty much all I got. Stand by for Titanfall. If you have a question or comment, please email us at neckbeards at completedeveloperpodcast.com. Our theme music is an excerpt from Stand By for Titanfall by Pure Bells, available on SoundCloud and licensed through Creative Commons. For references, show notes, and extra tips and insights, be sure to check out the website at completedeveloperpodcast.com. Help us make the show possible by supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash completedeveloperpodcast. You'll get extras, including a weekly aftercast where we discuss the topic of the week and bonus material with some of our patrons. You can also follow us on Twitter at CompleteDevPod, like our page on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram to keep up with news about the show. Join the conversation anytime via Slack by signing up at slack.completedevelopernetwork.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time.